Hey man, what's good? It's your boy Dre from Super Dre, and we back at it again. I hope y'all have had a good week, and we're just gonna get it. You already know what it is. It's time to be your better self. Time to be your super self. I've been my super self all week, and we finna get it. I got my very special guest here today. She's a legend, bro. <laughs> y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even have y'all even been listening. Not a legend. <laughs> y'all haven't even been listening, bro. <laughs> bro, we chilling. We got the vibe going. Hey, straight out from Pensacola, Florida, fam. Period. Period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Spruce High School graduate. You already know. In that thing. If you're from the D, you already know, man. Let's get Alex Mellon a, a round of applause, people. What's going Wait, on, girl? say it again. Alex Mellon. Alex who? Mellon. Okay, yeah. I was just trying to make sure. Nah, I ain't going to mess it up, man. I ain't going to mess it up. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing much. How are you? I've been chilling. I've been chilling. You had a good week? Yeah, it's been hectic, but it's definitely been good. Hey, you here talking to me, so you must be doing straight. So <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Yeah. Hey, man, we on the Super J podcast, and we just here to be our super selves. It's going to be a conversation. We're going to enjoy ourselves, and it's going it's to be lit, man. So go ahead and tell the people. Introduce yourself. Let them know what's going on. Okay, so for y'all who don't know me, again, my name is Alex Melanin. Um, some people know me by my government, Alexandria Ferguson. Not but if government. you see me, call me Alex, <laughs> Alex Melanin again. You know, I feel like it's, in, it's important for me to, like, introduce myself by my government sometimes, too, because, I don't know, I just feel like those two different people. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people know me as one thing, but I'm trying to become like a way better version of myself but Alex is just somebody who is you know an inspiring person I'm an aspiring artist um small business owner um if you don't know I have my own brand called Melanin Imani oh snap and when I first started it it was actually called Melanin Inc um it basically started as an eyelash line okay in which i sold false lashes and it's so funny because at the time i was really really big on wearing makeup so if you haven't guessed it already that turned into like a full cosmetics brand Wow. and i was just selling everything selling eyelashes i was selling lip gloss eyeshadow and this was like at the end of my freshman year in college um and to be honest like i don't really I can't even really tell you how I stay inspired because I was just losing so much money putting into the brand. But I mean, so who was helping you with it? Was was it was it you had your homies? You help, had... help don't <laughs> exist. No help. Y'all no. wasn't helping this lady. What's going on? No help. Um, I was just basically using the money that I got from work because at the time I was working at Walmart. Um, all the money that I was making, I was just spending it on products and. Yeah. I don't know. To me, I felt like even though I was losing money, like I was making a good image. Um, to me personally, image is everything. So if I ever like see somebody's business, the first thing I do is like look at pictures, obviously, because that's the first thing that you see. Right. Then I go and try to see like, OK, what is the quality like? Just because, you know, that person may not have a lot of customers right now doesn't mean that their products aren't worth it you know like everybody yeah. got to start from somewhere so that's basically what my mindset was and so I didn't have an issue with wasting money I still don't have an issue I don't have an issue with pouring money into something that I feel like you know in the end it's gonna go somewhere right, so right. I'm real quick to drop a bag on something real quick so yeah basically that's what it started as and right now I'm working on um like merchandise like clothing wise mm -hmm. so i've been trying to do like sweatsuits for the longest i always tell people around me like dang i should do some type of loungewear because that's how i dress yeah and like spanks and like shirts yes, and stuff like that I love yeah, yeah, yeah. It. yeah so i feel like it's so much better to do something that it's like it's a part of you and like I said, I love loungewear. I love to dress in big t-shirts, sweatsuits, mm -hmm. and everything. And I feel, like, real, inspir real inspired around, like, a lot of the people that are around me. That's how they dress, too. You right, know, right. like, a lot of the people I'm surrounded by are from Chicago. So, they Shout all have, <laughs> they have a specific way that they're dressed. So, 
again, like, I kind of got my ideas from them, too. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of, like, leech off them when it comes to, like, my creativity. So, and that's, like, another reason why I'm so, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, Great. I'm so confident in okay. it. Okay, okay. I'm so confident creative. in it because it's, like, I know I would have potential customers. Like, that's not something I would feel like I would be wasting money because I've, I've did sweatsuits. Well, I haven't did sweatsuits, but I've did, like, sweatpants before. Okay. Um, kind of like what like, I got on now. Like, yes. something like that. Okay. So, they were, like, tie-dye, and then I got, like, the embroidery done. Um, And you can check that out on my page. It's at Melanie Imani on Instagram. Okay. Um, Amazing quality. Y'all check that out, people. My only thing that I wish I would have done is done, like, a bulk order. So, when I first got that as a product, I only, like, I think I ordered, like, 10 pair. And they sold immediately, in which I didn't expect them to, mm-hmm. but they did. So, it definitely made me wish at the time that I was, like, real big on that. I had did maybe, like, 50 to 100 orders. I probably would have made, like, way more money back. Who was some of the first people that you that you hit up and was like, hey, I'm starting this brand. Y'all, you know, I got these shirts. These, you know, wh- who was the first people that you hit up? Um, To tell you the truth, I didn't really hit nobody up. I just posted it on my social media. And then people was just flocking. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's also, like, I kind of got to give a really big shout-out to my friends because they are, like, my number one supporters. Um, They buy everything. They that's, buy everything that, and lit, anything. Man. That's lit because you don't find too many people that yeah. actually support their friends and mm-hmm. actually support their business because that's that's one of the hardest things for me. A lot of, I'm unfortunately, you. a lot of my friends don't support, you know, things that I have going on, mm-hmm. and that's that's a real that's a real big confidence booster for somebody who's like, dang, people are really messing with it. Okay, I can keep doing it. it. Definitely is. Um, like my products in the beginning, like even my stuff that wasn't even like selling like that. Um, I started bucket hats this summer because I love bucket hats very obsessed with them and like I said I'm trying to start like selling products that you know are personal that I like something that I would rock right like when I first started selling lashes I was big on makeup but I wasn't wearing lashes like that I was still wearing mascara and women know the difference between lashes and mascara (laughs) like it's a very huge difference so for me to be selling lashes and still wearing mascara was a very big thing because it was hard for me to like promote my only way of promoting was just on social media yeah but with like my hats that was something that i was wearing every day i constantly had people asking me about them and you know like i said my friends they they real big on support like one of my friends she always wear it um in in videos like she'd be posting on instagram even where she go like she she just put it with outfits like she wear it Mix like and match and all that sometimes kind of stuff. better than i do if i'm being honest wow. like so yeah like they have a very huge impact on my success but like i said when i first started you know <laughs> i was just wasting money but even like still today i don't regret it because it started from a good place like when i first started it I started it because I wasn't very confident, and I know that sounds weird, but I knew it was, like, other girls out there that was like me. Yeah. Like, they kind of need a, needed a confidence booster, and for me, it was just something for me to do, something to get my mind off of being depressed and not being happy. Like, maybe I could do this, like, something that'll keep me busy. Like, a lot of females, they won't say it, but, like, they go through a lot at that age at... 18 and 19 and people just look at it as we being dramatic and we being in our feelings like a lot of people go through stuff to where it's like you know it leads to them like killing themselves so i didn't want to end up like that's some real that's some real talk that's some real talk yeah and i just didn't want to end up like that so i was just like i need something just like i was telling you earlier when i was in high school and i started getting into athletics because i needed something new to focus on yeah, it was, like, the same thing all over again when I started college. Like, right off the bat, I wasn't in athletics in college, so I needed something else. Right. So I was just like, you know, let me figure it out. And maybe instead of, like, it being just cheer or just dance or just track like it was in high school, maybe it can be something else that can affect more than just me. Mm. Like, it can affect somebody else, too. I so guess. that's why it was, like, something that I end up sticking with. 
who was a who was a uh, did you have like a mentor or like a coach or somebody that was like kind of pushy in the corner or anything like that um in high school I definitely had a couple of mentors and they kind of like just stayed like I wouldn't necessarily say they stayed my mentors but I still felt like I can go and talk to them and mm-hmm. like ask them any questions um <clears throat> once I did like you know move on to college I didn't really feel like I had a mentor in college I feel like I was just battling so much and I had to like kind of help myself because once I got to college um a lot of bonds that I had they broke like so easily that just from like just moving away just, just moving away up. yeah like they just organically like broke because like yeah just like the location um you know a lot of people say that distance doesn't mean much if like the bond is real and if it's worth it um but in my opinion it definitely has like a very big impact on the way that you know you mess with a person yeah so I get you. and then me going to paul quinn even like friendships like um i had like one friendship um we were friends since i was like 10 11 mm. like basically since i've moved to texas like me and her were cool but she ended up going to school in denton and i end up going to school in dallas and well at first houston but then like dallas mm-hmm. so i don't know like that itself like you know that's a 10 10 year friendship that just diminished so just because we went to different colleges just fell off and yeah, like I mean, it was it was small reasons. Um, we're not friends <laughs> no more, but I mean, even still, with us not having a bond or us not being like friends, I still would never talk bad about her because the friendship was, it was it was valued. Mm-hmm. I still value it, even even though like I'm not friends with her today. Right. Like I don't have anything bad to say about her, but like I just use that for an example because, you know, we was friends for a long time. Right. And so you would never think that somebody you 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 got in your first fight with, like me and her, we had our first fight with like girls, different girls together. Like we Did literally jump somebody. No, we didn't jump somebody. Like she was fighting one girl and I was fighting the other girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she like jumped in. yeah, like so you gonna beat my honker? I, I jumped know. in. I, I jump in for anybody. I'm that. I'm that friend. That's what's up. I'm that friend who always got people back, or at least I try to be. So, yeah. But, like, we went through stuff like that together. Like, we literally, like, reached our peak. Like, high school drama, middle school drama, like, elementary, like, all that. Like, you would never think a bond like that, that just going to college, like, that it can impact, you know, y'all friendship the way that it did. But, yeah, I'm telling you, people... They be like, oh, they be switching up on you, bro. Yeah, because I don't talk. I, I gotta. It's a. I can probably count on all my fingers of like the real close homies that I got. I don't mess with nobody from my school oh, I can or anything too. like that. Like, and it ain't nothing like you know. We're, we're probably still cool if I see you in the grocery store and I chop it <laughs> up with you. But like, we ain't texting every single day or anything like oh, that. Oh no, like, for sure. I get that. That's understandable. I get that. Like, I'm really cool with i ain't gonna say really close but i'm really cool with a lot of people that i graduated with from high school um if i see them like i I speak to all of them like i consider myself in high school i consider myself to be a popular person and not even because of like my status just because i always made sure i was that person who made it a mission to be approachable to any and everybody is that why you started uh cheerleading or is that that was just like a natural thing um, that was a natural thing, cause I feel but like you was, a, you was a leader of them girls. You was the captain and everything. Yeah, I was, but I don't know. I feel like that's kind of different because when it comes to that, it's like a lot of people say, "Oh, if you were on the cheerleading team, or oh, if you were like on a football team or a football captain, you only talk to people within your group." Right. Which, like I said, I always try to make myself to be approachable to any and everybody. So I tried to, you know, speak to everybody, have friends and different groups and different cliques like i've never been that person mm. who anybody didn't feel like they can come up to and hold a conversation with yeah like yo man what's good it's dre from super dre i just wanted to let you guys know that i have a patreon super dre has a patreon 
Now, for y'all that don't know what a Patreon is, it's pretty much a paid community where you guys invest in me and the Super J Podcast, and you get uh, exclusive content. Uh, you get early access to episodes, you know, some discounts to the merch, and just you just being able to tap into the Super Dre family and to just, just just tap into all that wealth that we're talking about here at Super Dre. So if y'all really messing with it and y'all really like me like y'all say y'all do, go ahead and tap in. We staying super. I don't know. It's because I feel like I, I went through a lot when I was younger. So I was just like, you know, I never want a person to feel like an outcast. I never want them to feel like they don't have a friend. Even, like, people that I don't know when I was in high school, even in college. Like, I've helped them through stuff, and I can't even tell you their name. Mm. <laughs> like, I've, I've, you know, have caught on to the fact that, okay, maybe they going through something. Maybe they just need to hear some encouragement. Right. And <laughs> can't even tell you their name. Can't even tell you their last name. Probably can count on one one hand how many times I've seen them throughout the campus or through the halls. Right. But you helped them somehow. You you impacted their <coughs> life at some point. So that, I guess that uh, that's all that matters, really. In yeah, that. I feel like that's, I don't know. It's like maybe it's not my purpose, but it, it feels like helping other people is kind of like what helps me in a way. Right. It's like if I'm not helping nobody else get through anything, it's like what really are you doing? Mm. Is in everything that you're doing, is it for yourself? Because it's for somebody. Mm. Is it for yourself or is it for them or, you know? Trying to figure it out. Yeah. So what what, what <coughs> you got that entrepreneur bug. What what kind of sparked that? Because you, you started selling stuff and because that, that started Let high school. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. And I'm going to say this once. I feel like, you know, I mean, to an extent, but I feel like everybody kind of goes through that stage where they be like, I hate my job. All day, every day. <laughs> All I day, feel every like day. everybody goes through that stage where they say, I hate my job. And I went through that. I asked myself that question too many times. Yeah. It was just too many times I asked myself, do I really want to keep working, getting up? When somebody else telling me to, do I really want to clock in with somebody else telling me to? And not even just that, like even um, when I was working at Walmart, Walmart was my second job and it was like the longest job I've ever worked. So that's why I feel like, you know, it impacted me a lot. Even when I was working there, it was it was times where it was like I was just a cashier at one point. And I will always try to take on more responsibility than what I was supposed to. Yeah. Because, one, I felt like I could do a better job than the person telling me. And, two, because I don't like to be told what to do, especially if I feel like you don't know what you're talking about like that. So it was just, I don't know, it was just too many small things that I was just like, bruh, I have to. I have to. Worth it, bro. This ain't ain't worth it. it. I know you can relate. Like, I know you can relate. Even like like in high school, like me being captain of the cheerleading team, I always knew I was a leader. I just didn't know what I was made to lead. Right. Like I knew it was something, but even then I knew it was like, okay, I kind of give direction well. And, oh, don't let it be something that I'm confident in. <laughs> don't let it be something I really, really know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's going to be a whole other ball game. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, if you put a leader in any situation, they're going to find a way to excel. But if it's something that they really, really care about, yeah. oh, I was showing my ass. Boy. I was showing my ass. So by the time you got to college, you was like, nah, I need to start making this money. Yeah, and what a big thing that drove it in college was because, like, my whole high school career stemmed, like, to college. So it was, like, it was very different. Like, it was similar, but it was different. And when I got to college, I wasn't able to be captain of the cheer team, captain mm-hmm. of the dance team, because I had too much going. I felt like I was too too money-focused when I got to college, so I couldn't fully commit to cheerleading because I was still working you know Mm. like a lot of people that I started cheering and dancing with they didn't have jobs so they didn't have nothing else to commit to so they can put all of their energy into just that but I was paying for school out of pocket so 
I'm about to go to work. Go to Sorry. Work, study for this test. <laughs> I got to miss this practice today. Probably the one tomorrow. And if they call me in next week, I'm going to go. Yeah. So I was just really, like, money driven. So I couldn't put my focus, like, fully into that. So, you know, that allowed me to not be able to take on any leadership. So that's why I was able to put a lot of it into my brand. Mm. And just me finding myself, I'm just like, you know, I was made to inspire. I was made to shine. So, you know, if I'm not able to do it here, I got to do it somewhere else. Like, like I have to, I can't function if I'm not, you know, being myself and I could, I couldn't fully be myself. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you inspired, (coughs) inspired a lot of, a lot of women that, that were like, man, I, this and that I was like, nah, home girl. It's, it's wait, <laughs> like it's 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 more it's more for you out there. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I try. For you. I try, but even with those situations, like I didn't like like I was cheerleading my first two years. Um, my freshman year, my sophomore year, I cheered. My junior year, I kind of like I told myself I was still a cheerleader, but yeah. I wanted to dance, so I ended up joining the dance team, and then. I was just like, okay, I know for a fact I'm a good dancer because I made the team. I wouldn't make the team if I wasn't a good dancer, but I think my mistake was I came on the team thinking I'm finna be one of the captains or something. Hey. What's up, home girl? <laughs> Bae just got back with the food, you know what I'm saying? Period. That's what's up. She sh- I, I knew I knew she was gonna <laughs> sit there and interrupt something. <laughs> Say, so when when did you get when did you get into rapping? Like when where did that even stem off from? Because it's I I just don't understand from <laughs> from okay. cheerleading to like the like I don't even know where it, like how did it come in? What, what was okay, it into play? So I have always wrote music, and I think a lot of people can vouch for me when I say this. Because even like with my mom and my mom's friends, I would always want to rap to them. Like I have one of my mom's friends. He actually like he he's always been a rapper. And I feel like sometimes he was the only person who would want to hear me, like, rap. And so, like, I'm like, man, even if this one person, he wants to hear me, like, that's enough for me to make me want to keep writing. So even, like, me and my friends, we would have, like, singing competitions and stuff, like, in my room when I was younger. I just always found a way to, like, put music in perspective to something. Like, it don't matter what it was. So when I got to high school... That's when I was like, okay, I'm going to just post a video of me rapping. If you go on my YouTube, it's still on my page. And I will never delete it, even though, like, I cringe sometimes when I look at it. Mm-hmm. I will never delete it because it's just one comment. Somebody was like, what did they say? They were like, oh, my gosh, like, you, I'm a new subscriber. It was just, like, the best message ever. So even though it's, like, 10 views, I will never delete it. Because right. I'm just like, bruh. You got to let people see that struggle. You got to see where yeah, it came like, from. They were like, oh, like, she just came out of nowhere. Like, nah, I've been doing this. Yeah, I'm I, like, I had to start from somewhere. That's inspiring to me. It's it, Even if it's one person, you know, like, it still counts. So from that, just me posting videos, like, here and there. Like, I would do, like, little rap challenges on um Instagram. Obviously, like, I follow a lot of rappers on social media. Mm. And I would get those comments here and there. I'm like, yeah, like, that's my fuel. That's, like, gas to me. So it's like, you know, like, a lot of people, they need a lot of likes. They need confirmation from a lot of people. I don't really need none of it. But if I get one. Yeah. It's on the pop it down. I'm on go. It's on After the that, I'm on go. So I was just like, let me just keep going. And then it's like, you know, my dad, he was, you know, here and there making beats and stuff. Like, he was real heavy with music. So, oh, that's lit. you know, even though it's like I was never really around him that much, I guess it's just like it was just in me, just like it was in him. It probably definitely just a little <laughs> sauce sprinkled off a little bit on you, you know, yeah, you, you, you caught know, the like, bug a little bit. A lot of people, they wanted me to sing because when I was younger, like, I kind of had a voice. I show can't hit none of those notes now but (laughs) i used to like love singing i even wanted to like do choir for a while but it's like when all of your songs keep turning into raps what are you gonna do start making rap (laughs) songs start making rap songs you can't force it and for a while like i was i was forcing it i was just like man this don't sound right let me turn it into a rap so it's oh well like i'm gonna do what i like to do and hey like 
Who was some of your uh, who was who was the main or some of the main people that influenced your music? Ooh, I feel like that's a hard one. I ain't gonna lie, but um, or I would was say Lil Wayne. Okay, and I know that's probably like a cliche. It's probably what everybody expect, but I mean, that's our generation. That's what we. That's that's, he's that's what the affected. Goat. That's what affected everything, man. Them no ceiling tapes was just was way, the they goat. were way too lit. Nothing less and. Not even just because of like who he is, but if you really like look into his style of rap, like what he says, like to me, if somebody was to come up to me and say that like Lil Wayne wasn't book smart, I would never, be- I would not believe them. Nah, that dude's smart. He gotta be. I don't care what nobody say. Like that you dude, you have to be. That dude's smart. It's to, to be able to put them words together that yeah. way. It, that and, dude is smart. And it's funny because that's exactly how I think about it. That's how I think about rap. It's, you know, you distinguish yourself from other rappers by how you put words together. And I feel like he just always did it in a creative way. He mm-hmm. did it in a way that nobody else could do it. Even if they said the exact same thing that he said, they could not do it the same way that he did. So that's why I'm just like, man, like, bruh, he really the GOAT. Because I've heard, like, a lot of rappers try to – say something similar like they try to use the same metaphor he did and the nah, delivery is just not the same there, like it it's it's there. not it like what they be saying is not given yeah. like it is not given so i feel like he influenced me a lot also because my aunt my auntie was so obsessed with Lil Wayne when i was in like elementary school and i feel like that's the age where i really started to like grasp what rappers was talking about in mm-hmm. their songs so it's like that's that's when it sticks to you when you really understand the concept of what somebody's saying in a song you'll remember the song right. that's how you remember the lyrics so her playing his music all the time like all the lyrics used to just stick to me and i would find myself like just spitting some of his some of his lyrics like out of nowhere what was that like the carter carter too yeah <laughs> already know man you already know <laughs> hot boys you already know. hot boys she plays some hot boys it. but yeah so um yeah like i said just like her playing his music like a lot that really like got to me and i'm like yeah he's the goat like a lot of people <clears throat> i hate like when i see on social media i hate when i see people comparing artists and they have never heard one of the artists music before yeah, it's kind of stupid. You that gotta is know that little so history. You gotta dumb. know that history a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's why I'm know just who, like, you gotta know who they talking about. Yeah, so I'm just like, bro, like when people say, you know, like he not the goat, and trust me, it has been said before. When people say that he's not the goat, or when people try to speak on like, you know, him as an artist, mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's cause you've never heard you, him or clearly, you just, or you just, yeah, you you clearly don't understand yeah. what these dudes are saying, cause they're not just saying stuff, just <clears> they're saying it. They're actually intellectually. Uh, stimulating our brain like these the rappers are master storytellers well yeah. a, a, probably at this point a very small percentage are master <laughs> storytellers but oh, that's it's, true, though. it's the, those guys who can tell the stories through raps and music they are the they're they're the smartest people out there if you can tell a story in your rap you know like how talented you are like, I mean, from beginning to end, I've tried it before, and it's it's, it's hard. Oh, it's pretty hard, man. It's hard to actually sit down and, then, like, write some music or write something that's actually compelling. Like Yeah, I think one of my favorite songs by <clears throat> Lil Wayne is Mona Lisa. That, was, like, that wasn't even that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. But that it's like, I say Mona this. Lisa, it was, who was on that? Oh, uh, I, I know what's Wasn't it Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, what was that? Uh, that wasn't uh, in our NERD song, was it? Mm-mm. I, cause that was that was a few years nah, ago. It was it, it, that's not that old. But how I am with and not just Lil Wayne, but like with a lot of different hey, artists. Stop making so much noise. <laughs> Thank you, baby. How I am is like every few years when they come out with a song that's better than the last, I'd be like, oh, that's my favorite song by him. I'm just like that. I don't care what nobody say. Phone home is the greatest. <laughs> that, I yeah. love the car. I don't. That brings back Phone home and brown paper bag. I yeah. don't know what DJ Calvin were doing back. That 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 kills me. Like, 
it's like spitting bars. with stuff like that as soon as like people speak on like you know some of his older projects it immediately make me think about like where i was and what i was doing at that point in time yeah. when i heard the song like you know it's a good song it if so you nostalgic. can recall it was like, like dang, i yeah. remember i was at pookie house yeah week, exactly <laughs> yeah that's cool hey so what i want to do next I do this in all my episodes. It's called the fire round. So pretty much what I do, I'll spit out like a word, um, and you would either say some people say the first thing that comes out of their mind. So if I say water, you say bottle, or oh, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. The, or they may say uh, something that uh, if I say water, you may say what water means to you or whatever. Well, whatever comes to your mind. So gotcha. uh, so we're gonna go ahead with that. It's called the fire round, and. Uh, <laughs> And I'll just spit some words out to you. So uh, gotcha. my first word going to be R&B. Bryson Tiller. Lit. Tragedy. Is the word lit or tragedy? Oh, my bad. I was saying lit. I, <laughs> I'm dead. I'm like, I was like, it was it? like Bryson Tiller. I was like, okay, lit. I was. Oh, that was your I was response. like, lit. Okay, okay. Like, my what's bad. What's going on? <laughs> All right. Next word is tragedy. Death. Next word is black women. Melanin. Even though that's not a word, that's... Melanin. <laughs> Gotta get you some of that. Melanin. Next word is Dallas. Mm. I'm sorry. Like, I just had, like, one of the moments where it's, like, too many things, like, into your brain, and you're just trying to figure out, like, which idea to focus on. Um, I would say Pleasant Grove. I feel like that's Dallas in general, like... Honestly, yeah, I don't. I, I'm not too fond of so many Dallas artists. I don't. I, I believe there's very, very, very few that I. Honestly, I, I, I just don't like a lot mm-hmm. of them, and, and it's mainly because of the sound. The sound. Yeah, it, there's not really yeah. a distinctive sound for Dallas, and I feel like a lot of people are still trying to hit that trap that Louisiana ATL type stat, and everybody's kind of doing the same thing. Uh, when we talking about Dallas artists, um. I don't know, like, my opinion on it is kind of similar, but it's, like, in a big, in a big-ass group of people who do music, because there's so many people who do music yeah. in Dallas, or, yeah. you know, like, people who trying to do music, or people who just, like, around it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've tried to work with so many, like, other female artists, and it's so funny, it's like. Not that many. <laughs> you think. Not that many. You think. Really? There is a lot of, of. I've, know, like, I've I've seen a lot of like um like posters like around the city like especially in Pleasant Grove. Of them, like doing events and stuff. Uh, maybe like oh this uh Dallas artist the next Dallas artist come out check me out on Facebook There's Instagram. A lot. Um, I asked my homie last time when I did the podcast, do you go to the um the Green Elephant in Deep Ellum and do mm-hmm. I know they have open mic on Tuesdays. I've only been to like a few places in Deep Ellum and those are all bars <laughs> that I've been to. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, they're, they're damn, they're all, all, all bars. I mean, yeah. with stages, that's all it is. Um, like, I, I don't know. Like, I've never been there. I don't even think I ever heard of it. But, like I said, there is, there's a lot of artists who are in Dallas and who are, you know, trying to make a name for themselves. I've tried to work with a couple. Like, I tried to work with one. Um, one of my latest songs, Me Versus Me, mm-hmm. I originally tried to put this artist on there. And I was telling her, like, before I even, like, wrote the song, to be honest, like, I just knew my next song, I wanted to have another female artist on. Right. And I was telling her, like, you know, I want you on my next next project or whatever. And, I, like, I told her to send me her email. I asked her what's her feature price, and mm-hmm. she told it to me. And to me, it was like the energy was like, okay, she's willing to work with me if she likes the song. Right. But I sent her the song, and then she just completely, like, stopped hitting me up. And I didn't take it any kind of way because I know the song was raw as fuck. I yeah. know it was raw. Like, I know it was a lit Maybe song. Maybe she just wasn't ready. She was like, nah, she like bodying me on this shit. Like, I don't, uh, you I know don't what? need to be on it. And I don't think it was that because on the outside looking in, like, you know, I have her on social media. I have her on Instagram. Right. So I was just looking at her like, you know, she seems to be like a pretty confident person. She already has a big ass fan base. Like, she mm. has more followers than I do. So I'm like thinking to myself, why wouldn't you want to get on this song? <laughs> like, the song is fire. It's like, fire. the song what is called Me Versus Me. And... It's it's a fire song. It like could have been a cool ass concert, especially if she would have 
were you yeah, thinking about doing a music but, video? But you know what? I'm thankful. I'm thankful that she did stop responding because I actually got this other girl that I end up meeting. Her name's Duty Raw. Y'all mm-hmm. gotta go listen to this song. It's called Me Versus Me featuring Duty Raw. It's on every platform. And she bodied her verse. Like I sent it to her one time and she sent me her verse back like the next forty eight hours. Wow. Yeah, she was on that. And she you know, I fuck with it so heavy because I finished verses that fast too. And yeah. I didn't even know that I was considered fast until like I did a feature for like two other people and I sent them back my verses. They was like, you know, that's kinda fast for you to be sending it back. You yeah. don't wanna like perfect it. I'm like, nah, this shit done. Nah, she like did the fire, same bro. thing. Like she sent it to me and it was raw. She wasn't trying to be something that she wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know like she wasn't trying to be like me she was herself and and i really respected that and i like that and you know me and her are gonna be like working together like more very soon but you know like i from that point like that situation taught me that you know it's always a blessing in disguise and just because you know one person they shoot you down or they tell you no or I mean she didn't tell me no she just started responding yeah. just don't look as it, look at it as a loss like look at it as you know something better is always coming and it's funny because I asked another girl too and she didn't respond either and she has a big ass both of those girls they have big ass fan bases yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know I be looking at it like people with that many followers they just don't see them but it's like I see you reading my messages yeah 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 it says it says read it says it read. says reading it like um um worth it and i think you know most people in my position will be fighting to prove that they're worth it but it's like i'm not trying to prove that i'm worth it because i already know that i am i'm just waiting on y'all to see it yeah that's yeah, yeah. y'all business if y'all see it or not but i think i mainly do music because it's like it's like therapy for me yeah it's like i don't know it's kind of like a lot of people they Everybody has their thing, right? Everybody has their thing that they do that kind of like, I don't know, like it, it feeds them. Yeah. Like it's like gas for them. That's it's like me what, sitting here doing this podcast, like just having this conversation exactly. with you, like just to even just it, to get people to just yeah. talk and and just just be feel comfortable and that's stuff your, like that. That's your like creativity coming out, and I feel like that's what it is for me. So it's like whether people collab with me or not, I know that I'm gonna have that moment where you know like somebody that i'm even inspired by somebody like way bigger than me that's gonna sit and say dang like she got a gift so y'all gotta start paying attention man y'all sleeping <laughs> y'all sleeping say so, hey, i'm gonna run through a couple more words and we'll finish out this fire round uh my next word is gonna be struggle pleasant grove pleasant grove <laughs> say hey, you're gonna grove you struggling you stuck you struggling you know what, out there, you baby. Know what? Let's talk about this real, real quick. I promise I'm not going to take too long, but I got to talk about this. I don't think that if you're from Pleasant Grove, you're struggling. Mm-hmm. It's just with that one, that was personal. I felt like when I was living in Pleasant Grove, yeah. I felt like I was struggling. I feel you. I'm, I, I also lived in Pleasant Grove, and it was it was some of them times where it was like, now I wasn't like, I always had a roof over my head and stuff like that. Yeah, same. Um, I didn't have... You know, I didn't have everything that I wanted. I didn't have the new PlayStation Two, and all. like I didn't have the new shoes and all this yeah. stuff like that. But it was, it was definitely a struggle, just mental, like mentally too. Just, just being just, there. For me, I just knew exactly what I wanted, and it's funny because like I remember around those times, my mom would like call me bougie and stuff, and it's like you know I'm not a bougie person. I'm definitely not a bougie person, but it's just like I'm one of those people who. I want what I want. Yep. yep. Like, I was just going to say, I, I, I like want. what I like. Shoot, I, if I like, yeah. I like, I got a bunch of nice stuff. I got a bunch of nice, exactly. cool stuff. That don't make me bougie. I just exactly. like nice stuff. You who would, who wouldn't want. like nice stuff? Who wouldn't? Like, we are human. It's like, it doesn't make us a bad person or it doesn't make us materialistic because we, you know, we know what we want. But it's like, damn, when you're so used to stuff being, like, low quality and you're so used to, like, you know a certain thing or a certain scenery or a certain type of environment of course you're gonna want better and then me being a person that i am i'm just like i'm never gonna be able to excel unless i eliminate myself from this environment right, right. like i'm never gonna be able to get to where i want to get if i'm physically still here and i'm stuck like mm-hmm. i was feeling like i was stuck so and that was one of the main reasons why i went to college i didn't know what the hell i wanted to do before i went to college I just knew I had to get out of there. You wish you didn't go to college? 
Or you was just glad it was a no, like I I definitely don't regret going to college. Like I I'm glad I did, but I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Like a lot of people, they and I'm not even gonna say a lot of people because it's plenty people that's just like me. They just will never say it out loud. Mm -hmm. They don't know what the hell they want when they're 18 and 19. They they don't have a vision. They just know that that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. That's the norm. That's what your parents expect you to do. They expect you to go to college. And so, to me, I don't even think my mom expected me to go. I don't think nobody expected me to go. It's just when I did, they was just like, oh, she, she's a little different. She's doing something with herself. Because a lot of people in my age group or a lot of people that, you know, I graduated with and who lived in that area, mm-hmm. They did not go to college. Oh, not at all. And or they went to college and then dropped and out then dropped after out. the first yeah. semester. Yeah, and it's like I'm not doubting them. I'm not, you know, I don't feel no type of way because they didn't end up going. I did. I just know, for one, it's not for everybody. And then, two, like, aside from, you know, like the academic challenges, the shit is not for the weak. Oh. It's hard to graduate college. Fuck yeah. And anybody who say it's easy. They lying. Hey, y'all lying out there if y'all they graduated college. I mean, it was easy. I, y'all, some they of y'all just, out there dying They trying to gloss right it up. Like, they just saying it for show. Like, maybe it was easy for them. No, it wasn't. It's not easy for nobody. Like, that shit is a mental struggle. Like, you go through so college. much. You question <laughs> yourself the most. Like, I definitely did. <laughs> am, I even, am I even smart enough to, to I'm be? I'm telling you, in, you know, in high school and in middle school and all that, you know, it's easy for you to, like, deem yourself as a smart person. But once you get to an institution with all these other intellectual minds, you like, damn. Yeah, you was the, they was the smartest person they in school. They was the smartest person they was in the class. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, damn. We That's all like, smart up in here. It's like going to school with a bunch of valedictorians. It's like... You can't, Ego. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say nobody is better than, you know, the next because it's like, yeah, yeah, you was you was big shit in your high school. So was I yeah. You putting all these people together. But I don't know, like that's the beauty in it. Like if you can take yourself through a situation where you mesh well with all these different people, yeah. all these different minds, all these different cultures and you able to come out and learn something from it. To me, I feel like that's. That's like one of the best things ever because a lot of people, they get intimidated. They get intimidated by stuff like that. And that yeah. that drove me. Like, it just gave me a lot of drive. You one of the special ones, man, because that, <laughs> it, it was it was a struggle for me. I, I was going to class and then I, I just I mean, smoking hey, weed and just, just kind of chilling. And Hey, I was like that, too. Like, literally, I was like that, too. Like, and for a while, I was like, you know, I just... I don't want to finish because it was getting to me, like, financially, like, paying for school out of pocket. I was just like, is this even worth it? But just. So you had no financial aid? You was straight paying? I mean, no. I did have financial aid, but I didn't want to take out loans. Like, I I still had a balance after that because I had lived on campus and everything. So Just from a two, uh, um. Uh, dorm and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, my financial aid didn't cover everything. Even I had, like, I had scholarships, too. Mm-hmm. Like, all four years in college, I had scholarships and financial aid, and, like, that shit still didn't cover the cost. Like, still work. Yeah, the most struggle. people take out loans. <laughs> the That's struggle. Why. And I end up did, like, taking out a loan my senior year, but, like, I'm happy that was, like, the only year I did decide to take out a loan because I don't owe that much. Like, I owe less than... I owe less than 20000 and right now, like, the money that I'm getting now, that's what I'm using to pay that off mm. before I try to go crazy and spend money not like bad. a jackass. That's not bad. Damn, the struggle is fucking real on that. Hey, I got one more word for you, and we'll kill that, that fire round. Last one's going to be wigs. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> I, I found out you love wigs. I was watching all your content. And I was I like, dang, she wigs. loves some wigs. I was Man, like, dang. you got to be surprised. I don't have one right now. I'm just trying to let my hair breathe so I don't be bald. But I love <laughs> wigs. I love wigs. I feel like it's the best thing that can happen to, like, you know, me. Baby, you got to start wearing some wigs. <laughs> but she Pinkles. has, like, a healthy head of hair. Well, she, she, she one of the lucky ones. Too much hair. See, me, I feel like what drove me to start making wigs was, like, my hair was, like, I have inconsistent hair. So, growing up, like, I always had got, like, my hair relaxed Mm -hmm. only because 
people wanted me to. People just wanted me to have straight hair. So I Wouldn't was even just your like, choice. yeah, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to have straight hair. But then in college, um, oh, my God, I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, Tell them. Tell them so what's <laughs> up. Tell them what's up. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to, like, join a sorority um, when I was in college. And basically, we had to wear our real hair. And that was like the end of me. Like, <laughs> like that was the end of so me. You ain't seen this. I had, I'm telling you, like, I had never worn my real hair not one time since I was in college. Like, from the moment, like, I was a freshman and I got on campus, I had always had, like, some long-ass weave in my hair. Like, I told you I was always yeah. wearing long weaves. So, I was just like, damn, like, you know, this is changing my whole identity. The fact that I don't have bundles in my hair right now so i wasn't taking care of my hair and it was just really bad like it just looked bad like my <laughs> hair was thin like it just looked bad and you know i hate that i even gave people the opportunity to have that kind of memory of me in their heads but you know it was just bad for me so i was just like what is one way that i can get my hair back thick and healthy without worrying about like the weave ripping my hair out because i was doing so ins like I'm very big on doing my like own doing hair. Yeah. Oh. And I'm I'm heavy-handed. So it's like, you know, a sew-in, like the whole concept is you taking thread, um putting it through the weave and sewing it through your braids yeah. to make it secure. So in being heavy-handed, you you know, like you pulling that shit like the thread is tripping your hair. So that's why my hair was so thin. Mm. So I was like, okay, maybe if I start wearing wigs, but one I didn't want to the money on it too i didn't know how to like install them and keep them up so i was like let me try to make my own mm -hmm. i went out on the limb and made my own wig for spring break now if you in college you know that spring break is like a fucking event you yes, gotta sir. look good for spring break and if you fire. don't people gonna remember forever you so i made my wig for spring break and i was just so fire like it just looked so good I gotta give me a wig. <laughs> Baby, you gonna give me a wig? <laughs> it looks so good. So, like, after that, I was always making them in. Like, my boyfriend was always telling me, you know, this is something that you can make money off of. Stop sleeping on yourself. So, I did. Like, I started, you know, telling people, like, if you want one made, I got you. And people actually, like, start taking me serious. Like, I don't make, I don't make, like, as much money as I would want to make but i make a good grip of money just off that mm -hmm. just off of like making wigs like i feel like i would be able to survive off doing it <laughs> you think if you stop working right now you think you'll that that business would definitely just kind of skyrocket maybe if you put yeah, more time in that most definitely i feel like it'll definitely skyrocket it's just that my issue with that is my consistency yeah it's like you know you got to have some type of energy to do stuff like that. And it doesn't take me forever to make one wig unit like it takes a lot of other hairstylists mm -hmm. because, like, they do other shit, too. It's like they do braids, too. They do, like, a lot of stuff. And with me, it's just either I'm at work or I'm either doing a wig yeah. of some sort, whether it's for somebody else or whether it's for myself. But I don't know. Like, it's one of those things I really just don't want it to wreck me because that – that type of profession is going to wreck me before a nine to five does. Yeah. But you can definitely make, you can, you can definitely have an exit strategy in that, in that, uh, in that type of field. Yeah. Just, I, I guess the way you scale your business up and yeah. just, just the way you kind of plan it. And I think like that's, you know, I'm learning to do that right now because I have no structure. It's like, even with me posting like my availability, you know, like how yeah. the job works is it don't work. you, your, your schedule is not consistent. Oh, so all. it's like when I post my availability on my social media, yeah. it's literally like, okay, these are the days I'm off. <laughs> if y'all want y'all hair with done, me. get with me on Wednesday. Y'all better get with me on the days I'm off. Say, bro, this is the Aldi not, game, bro. We got, we bro. got the Aldi gang up in here. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to work if y'all bullshit me. So don't bullshit me. Cause I need to make this money. Yeah. It's, it's like, I'm going to find a way to make the money either way. But it's like, if I'm off, 
I like to make money when I'm off. Who doesn't like to still be making money while they off? Say, bro, young black entrepreneurs is up in this motherfucker, bro. I, <laughs> I, I swear that's the whole reason why I don't take extra shifts because I can use my energy and time to doing something else. Yeah. Instead of, if I'm going to sit here and work 35, 40 hours for somebody else to make them money, why can't I do the same to make me some money? I feel like you couldn't have put it like in no better way. Like, like why it, in the hell am I spending all this time? Because I had this mindset of like, okay, like you get up every day. If you got to go to work at six thirty, you in the morning you get up every day because you know you got to be at work at six thirty. Mm-hmm. You yeah. ain't trying to lose this money. But when it's like, okay, I want to start this business or or make my own money, mm-hmm. and you start doing things off feelings. Oh, I don't feel like getting up because that dollar that ain't really attached. Shoot, if you well, really want it, you gonna go out there and get getting. it. I'd be like, dang, do I want to quit my job today? Don't she work morning shift? Just shows? because I'm sleepy. Y'all don't be working. Y'all don't be working the same shift together and stuff. Sometimes. Just that one, just the one shift the other day. They be like, yeah. Because we worked. I think the first time I, I met you was when I came when yeah. I came up there because I was supposed to go on vacation, and I came up there. Now you gonna be on trucks. You gonna come at six in the morning and throw truck. Alex to come all the way over here and work. Well, I don't think that she understood that I meant Alex from Rockwall. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were talking about from Forney. She's like, oh, hell yeah, we can promote Alex to ASM. I'm like, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> say, man, say, man, that, that concludes the fire round. That was too fire, man. Um, I really hope y'all enjoyed that. We're going to go into the last segment of the show. going to kind of wrap this up. Um, just let everybody know, like, what you got coming up. Like, you got any shows, new music dropping, on the merch, you know. Just let let, let everybody know what's going on. Um, so, definitely, like, music-wise, I would say I always have something dropping because I'm not one of them people who really plan, like, like when I want to drop songs. Like an album? Uh, a, e- a three a three I mean, a three tape I, EP. I'm working on an album right now, but I don't think like that's something that will be dropping no time soon because I'm doing it with another person. So like, oh, it's like I'm, a joint joint yes. spot. So in okay. that's something that I definitely want to take my time with because you know it's like multiple songs on it, and then it's like me and her. We have two completely different styles of rap that we do. Mm. She's like a gangster. Like, like in the streets, yeah, in the streets, yeah. Like the girl I was saying, um, that I did the song "Me Versus Me" with, yeah, her. Like, if you listen to that song, I don't you, know if I've heard it. You gotta listen to I it. I don't know if I've came across. It's on your page. It's everywhere. I, I follow. Okay, I was. I follow it's, you. And I didn't see it. Like you will like get what I'm saying when I say like we we're like completely different, and I feel like that's one of the things that I really like love most about her. But me and her plan on doing like a joint album together. But like I said, that's definitely something I want to take my time with. When it comes to music, I'm always just dropping music out the blue. Like if mm-hmm. I go to the studio tomorrow and I record a song and then I get it mixed and it sounds good, I'll just drop it just because I feel like it. So yeah. you can always look forward to music coming out. Um, as far as like my brand, like I said, the sweatsuits, mm-hmm. that is something that I plan on like putting out right at the end of October of this year. Yes. Okay. Like I'm working on it like right now. Hopefully, like my fingers crossed, it'll be like to people's liking because I know it's like, like they're great. They're great quality, mm-hmm. like way better than, you know, like anything else that I have like dropped from my brand. I mean, everything is good quality, but I feel like everything can be better. Always. Everything yeah. can be better. Like it's always something that can be better. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something that I'm looking forward to. Where can people check? Uh, where can people uh, purchase and, and get so some good stuff from? My website is melaninimani.com. That's M E L A N I N M E. Oh, I already said M E. I'm such an <laughs> idiot. I M A N I dot com. And also, if you go to like my Instagram page, which, which is Alex Melanin, like all of those links are in my bio. Um, and then like hair. You know, like I said before, I'm always doing hair, nice. like free time. That's also in my bio at Melanin Wigs with two G's. Yeah. Lit. You got some men clothing or is it just straight I, women? No, I'm working on men's clothing, too. I'm about to say, I need, I love, I love some sweats, some pants, the hoodies. I have everything. Like, I'm always, like, working on men's clothing, too, but it's like, I don't really have men clientele right now, so... Mm. 
it's really hard to try to like produce all these items and but like I said, you do have to start from somewhere. You're so. doing it all by yourself? You don't have like a, a whole team or anything? Mm-mm. It's I we need think a team, that, fam. We need a team. Um, it's I feel like it's always kind of hard to find people like that, yeah. like that that kind of have like the same, not even exactly the same goals and ambitions, but like like are you trying to do something? Like you you uh, designing clothes? You yeah. you doing whatever? Like it's I feel like it's always it's hard like, to find people like that and trust them. With my brands, like it's it's a gamble. Like I freestyle so much on everything. Mm-hmm. So and when you have like a team, when you have like a, a group of people who you know, like you you doing like joint projects with, yeah. you need structure. Yeah. And I don't have much structure <laughs> when it comes to stuff like this. Like I said, I freestyle almost everything. Mm-hmm. I spend money off impulse, so it's like <laughs> I don't know. Oh, like see? I I think about an idea and I'm like, ooh. Let me do this. But if I was, like, considering having a team, um, which sometime in the near future, like, I definitely would, like, hire one of my friends. Um, her name Jackie. She's, like, one of my best friends. She's literally, like, my model for everything. If you go to, like, either one of my pages, you'll see her face pretty much everywhere. Like, she's the one I was saying, like, she always buy my stuff. Like, mm-hmm. she's always, like, the first person to purchase anything from me. So I would definitely, you know, like, hire her. But unfortunately not unfortunately she got bigger shit going on you know she going into the medical field so she she's where the money is okay i mean hey <laughs> she gotta get it where it yeah, is Yeah, she got her own stuff going but like she's definitely like one of my biggest supporters and my other friend harriet you know like one of my biggest supporters too that's what's up but man. if i would ever like consider working with other people it it would definitely be them, and a lot of people say it's not a good idea to work with your friends, but it's like, I don't know, I don't feel that way about them. Uh, I understand it from a stamp, but because for me, like, everybody's not going to, like, everybody's not going to see the vision, especially if it's your company yeah. or your brand that you started, mm-hmm. and you bring them on, they're not going to see it the way you see it, because you may see it way bigger, and they be, may be like, oh, I'm just helping out or this this or that like they just not gonna see it the way we gonna see it and it's, yeah. i feel like they'll be real hard because they may not be working as hard or they may be half-assing something or or they may have messed up and yeah. didn't say nothing communication may be off it's all kind of all kind of things that, in that. but th- my argument against it um is like with my friends it it has been situations i feel like they have took this shit more serious than me it's been like a lot of times where i've just been like not focused like for months at a time like they'll be reminding me of you know like when are you putting this out or like have you looked up the prices for this or are you testing vendors are you testing materials like my friend jackie sent me like an idea once a week and i'm just like bro you need to slow down like, <laughs> like geez, geez. I, yeah i'm like girl you like, know why i can't keep up you know why they believe in you and your goals and they believe in your vision and they just believe yeah. in you as a person. <laughs> so, I mean, you should feel real good about that for, to have some, have people in your corner. Oh, like I definitely that. do. I definitely feel, like, lucky. And, you know, like, a lot of people who have been, like, friends with my friends. Like, I'm real stingy with my friends. Like, a lot of people who have been, like, friends with my friends in the past, I'm kind of glad that they fucked up and then see, like, <laughs> like no, for real. They're like, going to see um, 10 years from later. Yeah. They're going to be like, dang, I'm glad really that, like, up. they didn't see the value in the friendship because I see, like, value in all of my friends. And I try to, like, make it my business to allow them to know that, like, every chance I get. Like, you have to just, just like, you know, in relationships, you need confirmation. Like, mm. friendships need that, too. Right. And a lot of people do not realize that. Because just like, you know, you may lose a partner. Like, you losing a friend is just as big. It's just as important. Like, my friendships, I don't know if it's like this for everybody, but, like, my friendships are my support system, too. Right. Just like my boyfriend. Like, the same way I feel about him, like, damn, I can't lose you. I feel that about my friends, too. Like, damn, I can't lose y'all because I really feel like I'm losing something. And not just because of the support that they give me, but it's just the feeling of, like, being genuine. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't click with everybody. It's a lot of friendships that are forced nowadays, and I don't feel like that with them. Like, I feel like I can depend on them. Like, that is so, what's the word? Like, that's, it just holds so much value. You can't depend on everybody. You can't trust everybody. So mm-hmm. when you find, like, you're humans when you find those people that you can like value it's like damn 
you can't lose that. You can't easily find that. People will say that they're your friends, right. and it will be situations that will prove. Darcy know more than anything. I'm real. I'm friends. real particular on who I call my friends. I don't yeah. call everybody my you friends. You gotta be, and you have to make it clear. Like that's something that I'm real. I'm real blunt when it comes to my friends. I'm very protective of them. Like I feel like me and my friends have realized that we were really close. Like mm. situations in college, and I've had to like let my friends know. Like you know, them bitches ain't your friends, yeah. and you know if you don't keep it cute and you don't keep it clean like they gonna end up embarrassing you then i'm gonna have to whoop they ass yeah, like yeah. i'm real protective over my friends i'm real protective over them that's crazy hey stop having fake friends out there man make sure y'all know who y'all friends don't be don't be out there trying to impress people be people. knowing they just be keeping people around to try to see what they can if they can benefit from them because they're just using people just yeah. using people and that ain't cool like you, you gotta be genuine somebody, you can man. feel if like a relationship or if a bond is off like intuition is real people it's real people just don't like to pay attention to it but me if i ever get like a a feeling that's off with somebody i don't even question it i don't even question that feeling because i'm not about wasting my time like what i realized like this year you know, with all the deaths and all of, like, the ending friendships. Like, mm -hmm. life too short to dwell on stuff. So, to me, it's like, if I feel like you off, you got to go. Gotta as go. As simple as that. Like, you got to go. Like, I can't be having people around where I'm questioning their intentions. Because then I'm wasting my life trying to figure out what the hell you got going. Like, why they ain't trying to hang with me? They ain't trying to. <laughs> man, ain't none of them paying my bills. Ain't none of them over here trying to worry about exactly. what I need to worry about. Like, so why am I wasting energy on that? Yeah. I can be focused on what I'm focused on. Yeah. And they can yeah. keep doing what they doing. And it's like if you can, like if you consider yourself like you know if you truly truly like love yourself and you truly like value yourself, it's. In a way, it's like you doing it for yourself, bro. Like, you have to cut them out for you. Like, you have to do it for yourself. I feel you. I feel like, um, I feel like I'm at that point. And not that my friends are bad or anything or the people I hang out with, but I know I have to spend less time with them, mm -hmm. with where I'm going. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's you know, people going to feel whatever type of way they're going to feel about that. But it's, for me, I have to limit my time. And because and, time is valuable time, like Very. time ain't money. Time is the most valuable thing Very. anybody can have, because I want one day I want to be able to own my own 24 hours mm -hmm. and be able to do what I want and be like, oh, you trying to come trying to come down to Hawaii with that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, me, <laughs> let me book my flight right now. Like I ain't doing it all week. Like I, I run my own, I run my life and, you know, people going to do what they going to do. But I got way bigger plans and goals. So. You can't be keep exactly. wasting my time. That's why communication is real important. And then it's not going to be nobody's fault but you if you let somebody else waste your time. Like, mm -hmm. it's not their fault. It's yours because you allowed it. You're going to keep blaming. You're going yeah, to keep blaming everybody. And like you said, it's, it's your fault. Mm -hmm. Your fault. Hey, I really appreciate you coming on. And, and uh, it was a really great conversation, man. Yeah, I, I really you. I really hope everybody out there is becoming that super self. I hope you're becoming super Alex today. Period. And just I like that. <laughs> say, say, at the end of the show, my goal is for everybody to already have manifested and become their super self. Uh, whether that's, like I said, you know, starting that business, you know, just like my first episode of my podcast was called Just Start. And it was just me being in my head. I was talking about doing this for two, two and a half years. Really? So just me just being in my head overthinking, oh, nobody's going to like this. And man, forget everybody day. out there, man. They're not start. out there paying my bills. I got these dreams. Yeah. And just putting yourself, honestly, putting yourself out there for people to see is probably the most scariest thing because I'm not scared of too much stuff, but just putting yourself out there and being out there for people lose. to see. Like the only way that you can lose is if you don't try, if you don't take the risk, because if you don't, then you just gonna be sitting on a thought and asking yourself like, what if? I feel like you can't lose because even if like it don't turn out how you think it would, at least you know, you know, you yeah, learned yeah. a lesson from it. Yeah, I'm I'm like that. I always gotta do the lesson. I gotta do it. Even if somebody was like, nah, that's gonna come. Nah, I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah, I learn and whatever. I'm I, like that too. When people tell me no, I be like, okay, but let me see though. Okay, but let me. Okay, I get it. But let me see. Let me figure it out. Let me figure that. Let me see if that's really the answer. Yeah, like, let me see if that's popping. Yeah, that's what's up. Hey, so real quick before we before we dip out, um, talk to some of the ladies out there. Like, what would you tell? What would you tell somebody that's out there that maybe you know maybe they do want to start their own you know clothing brand or maybe just 
to start believing themselves or just have that confidence? Like, what would you what would you tell a young lady out there today? Um, I would just basically um, like highlight everything that you know we was just talking about. Like you said, just start. I feel like that's the most like that's the easiest advice that anybody could take because you just gonna be dwelling you just gonna be dwelling on it if you don't like like I said in the beginning with you know me starting my own brand I wasted so much money Mm. I wasted so much money and I still even I don't regret it at all like like I said before I never regret pouring money into my business I never regret pouring money into studio time Mm. music like nothing and you can't you can't be scared like if you bruh fear (laughs) fear is one of those things that's just gonna hold you back from doing anything it's not even real it's not it's literally not real when i was younger like my dad used to always tell me this is like something that you know like it'll always stick stick with me if you scared to do something then you're never gonna live for real Right. You never gonna live for real. And I feel like that's true because even with like small stuff that I've tried to do, like even, you know, trying to get from Walmart, I always said, I'm gonna look for a new job. I'm gonna look for a new job. It took me five years to apply to a new job. And I'd be like, damn, did I really like, did I really make $12 for five years? Was I really okay with that? So, yeah, I would say, you know, just start. That's the best piece of advice that you can give anybody. Would you rather take the risk and, you know, be able to experience the outcome? Or would you rather be sitting here years later asking yourself, damn, I should have did that? You just got to choose. Those are wise words. Wise <laughs> words. Let everybody know where uh, where they can find you on the instant Facebook. Alex Melanin everything. Like on any in every social media that I have is Alex Melanin. That's my Instagram. That's my Twitter, Snapchat. When I decide to give it attention, YouTube, Facebook, everything. That's Alex lit. Melanin. Hey, drop a sixteen. Drop a sixteen real quick. Okay. <laughs> okay. You told me, listen, baby, you my kind of lady. Go for what you want, and I want you, maybe. I can get you all alone. We can talk all night. You better. That was too lit. Hey, man, this is the Super Dre Podcast. I hope y'all became Superman. Hey, this is Dre. Let's get it.